Oh, good morning, folks. The Lord bless you. What a joy it is that we're able to come together, whether it's here in his sanctuary or the sanctuary of home, but wherever it might be, that the ministry of the Holy Spirit would be your strength. You know, it's, it's interesting. You know, for, for those of you who don't know me, I guess I, I should say my name is Roy Langer. And uh, it's always a great opportunity, wherever I am, to be able to share the Word of God. One of the greatest blessings, one of the greatest treasures. And just to be able to be here and for you at home today, uh, just to be able to experience the anointing of the Spirit. Right at the commencement of a new year, here, here we are. Right, you know, we're, we're leading up to, to Christmas and the anticipation of, of Christmas. We're, we're leading into, after Christmas, going into the new year. And some people will say, thank goodness 2021 is gone, and I welcome 22. And others are welcoming, are, are looking at 22 in fear and, and tremble, trembling. What does it look like? And so it, what, what I find interesting is that as we open this door of 2022, is that we are so much closer to the coming of our Lord Jesus. So much closer. Right? And, and so as, as we enter into, we're stepping into 22. What is it, or who is it, that we're taking with us? What, what was it like, you know, uh, in 21? For many people, myself included, it was times of challenging. You know, uh, over this past year, I would say it was challenging for my wife because I was home all the time, <laughs> most, of, most of the time. I'm normally traveling somewhere. And so to be home for, for so long, and uh, you know, it's, it's, been, it, it's been wonderful. If it's one thing that it's taught me is that I want to stay home. <laughs> and and I, I want to be able to share Christ and to make him better known. So as we enter into, there's, there's a couple of thoughts that, that I have this morning as we enter into, uh, into 22. And, uh, but I'm, I'm reminded this morning of uh, a guy who, uh, who went and moved into his, uh, the senior's residence, into a retirement community, and, uh, and he was there for a bit. He started, didn't really want to go. And then he was there for a bit, and he started making new friends and, and so on. And then he met this lovely lady, and they started playing cards together, getting to know each other. And, and eventually, he popped the question, what? will you marry me? And so he, they, you know, it was a great moment. And so that night when, when everyone has gone to bed and he wakes up in the morning, he remembered his proposal. And then he was thinking, did she say yes or no? 
I can't remember. And so he was really embarrassed. So he goes to her in the morning and sat with her at the breakfast table. And he says, I am so embarrassed. He said, I proposed to you last night and I can't remember if you said yes or no. And she says, oh my goodness, what a relief. She said, I remember someone proposing to me, but I didn't know who it was. <laughs> and so sometimes, sometimes when, we, when we're looking to the new year, we, we bring some things with us, and if it's either a bit like me, I take my very poor memory. <laughs> and, but we, we take different, different things to us, and... But we, we stand at the threshold where we've made that, that first step in, into 2022. And what the question is this morning, I think, is that what are you going to do with that? As, as a church, what are we going to do with it? As a person, as an individual, what, what are we going to do with that, that time that, that's given, given to us? And, and so I want to, I want to linger on, on that, that thought for, for a couple of moments this, this morning. And, and, and so there's, you know, we talk about New Year's resolutions and, and so on and so forth. And again, if you're either a bit like me, uh, you know, I make a, I sometimes I don't so much anymore. I used to make a New Year's revol, uh, resolution, revolution, resolution, and forget about it the next morning, <laughs> right? And so I've, I've made them that I, you know, I want to lose weight. I'm going to exercise. Great thoughts. But then they're gone. So when, in, in thinking about that, my, my thought for us, I got a, a, a thought for us going into uh, 2022, is that the resolution for God's people, for his church, and for the people outside the church, with, within the communities, we can make a difference. We, we can make a huge, a huge difference. And, and so I, I want to propose to you that in order for us to, to make a, a, a difference, first of all, I think that each of us needs to change for better developing ourselves, if, if you developing a, a positive outlook on life. Life is so sweet. These, these past couple of years have, have been challenging. There, there's no doubt about that. But if, if we would look at, look at our life and, and, and decide that I, I want to have a positive life, I want the people around me uh, to be influenced by my actions. You know, the, there's a lady that, uh, or there, there's a person that, that died by, by suicide and they left the note. And, and the note was very simple. It, it, sa it said this. I decided that unless life was worth living, I would just quit living. And I see this note, and I, I've read that note. So many people. When, when, I, when I started out in, in ministry and for many, many years as, as, as a pastor and uh, retiring 
I think six, seven years ago from, from the pulpit ministry, and, uh, and, and took on a, a, a different ministry. But in the first years of my ministry, I, I've come, I, I experienced very, uh, quite a bit of, of uh, emotional challenges with, I will say, and then as I get into the line of work that, that I do in, in the name of Christ now, uh, you know, it's just, I, I would say this, this past year that I, I've ministered to over 20 families that have lost loved ones due to suicide, being, being called to, to different scenes. And, and a few weeks ago, I, I had... Five in uh, four days, I think it was. And you become, you know, you, you become, that you experience that weight. But then you think of the weight that's on those individuals, uh, upon their families, and what, what brought them to, to the point of, of, of dying. And, you know, it, it, I come to look at, for Roy, I, I, need, I need to have a positive, even more, I, I, I like to think that I'm a positive person. I focus on, on being positive and being an encourager. But I, I want to do more and more and, and more. And, and so, but what will, what will make us happy? That's, that's the question. What will, what will make us happy? You know, am, am, I, am I going to, what, what is it going to feel like? How, how will I have a good life? How, how will I get to the point that life is worth living? Will, will life be better if I won the lottery? Number one, I'd have to buy a ticket. And I, number two, I don't know how to play it. Uh, but would that, would that make life better for us? If, if, my, if my family was proud of me, would, would that be... Would, would that do it? If I got a promotion at work, would, would that do it? You know, and, and so those, those questions, right? And, and so what I'm looking at, what would it take for me to have, for us to have, a positive outlook on life? And I would suggest that those things that I just named off would not do it. It's not enough. And so we need, we need to step in. So here we are at, at 2022, and we are in just up to our ankles. We're that, that, first, that first day in. And I, I pray that in order for us to really experience life, to experience Jesus and to make him better known, we need to completely submerge into, into who Jesus is, what he has done for us, what he, what he wants to do for us. Because each one of us who are believers, each one of us, we are a chosen people. And in order for us to experience the blessing, the anointing of the Holy Spirit completely upon our lives, I really believe with all my heart that we got to step 
into the waters, imagining those waters as Holy Spirit filled and submerging ourselves into the waters so that we can experience Jesus and to make him better known. That's, that's, that's what it's all about. I, as, as mentioned, I, I travel quite a bit. I, I, I teach in, in different cultures. And what, what an opportunity. What, what, what an opportunity. And those, those are the things that, those things I enjoy doing. That teaching, uh, teaching uh, crises, trauma, um, teaching about trauma, that's, that, that's a joy. That's, that's one of the things that I enjoy doing. But I would have to say to you, Sitting alongside of someone who has just lost their loved one. Sitting, sitting by someone who have just discovered their loved one that had, had died, whether it's by suicide, whether it's natural death. Sitting alongside of people, walking beside them. That's, that's the, the, the joy of my life. I, I have to say that that's, that's the area where I'm honored. Teaching is great, but being with is something else. And so being with a, a family, being with a, an elderly uh, person who have lost their spouse, being with a young person, that's, that's an honor, right? And so it, it's a thing that I, I refer to as ministry of presence. And I might teach all this different stuff, grief and trauma, you know, uh, and yeah, that's, that's, that, that's up here. You know, I, I might be a grief and loss specialist, whatever that means. Yes, I, I am. But nothing takes away in sitting with a person and being there. No fancy words. As a matter of fact, no words. But being present. And, and so for, for, my, for myself, you know, it, it does really come down to, so for me to have a positive outlook toward life is to be fully with someone and to experience Jesus Christ in Roy. And you can fill in your name, but experience what Jesus would have me to do. And, and so in, in looking at that, this is why the, the scripture reading that, that I, uh, I want to, for us to look at this morning is Philippians chapter 3. Uh, Philippians chapter 3 and actually verse uh, 10 to 14. Uh, but so before, before we, we look at that, before we talk about that too much, uh, let's just realize for a moment, here, here, is, here is Paul. And Paul is chained to, to a guard. He's in prison, right? He's chained, uh, chained to someone. And life, life is pretty rough. Right? But that does not take away his joy. I always, I, I do say that uh, happiness is, is an emotion. I could be happy, I could be sad. But joy 
Joy is something completely different. Joy is a part of who we are. Right? And, and so in the midst, in, in, in Paul's difficult hours, in his difficult time, chained to this Roman guard. Look, uh, first of all, look, look, at, uh, look at this. He says, despite of everything, Look, look at those positive words. Look, I think it's verse 12. He, he, 12 to 14 here. He says, now that, I have already, uh, now that I have already obtained all of this, I, you know, I, I've, let me try this again. Not that I have already obtained all of this or have been made perfect, but I press on to hold excuse me, hold of, get a hold of that, which is Christ uh, took me, took a hold of me. Brothers, I, I don't want to consider myself yet as taken hold of it, but one thing I do, forgetting what's behind me and, and pressing toward what is ahead, I press toward the goal to win the prize or which God had called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. And verses 12, just verses 12 to 14, so what's his goal? Right? What's your goal? And so let me go back to, let me back up a bit to verse 10. So when, when, we, when we look at, at verse 10, what, what is it that he's trying to get a hold of? Right? We, we, can have, we can have things on the peripheral all the time. Just, you know, and we, we can just barely touch. We, we can have goals in our mind that, different goals that we can't obtain. So what is, so going into 2022, what is this goal that, that uh, Paul talks about? And it's in verse 10, right? He says, I, this is his goal. This is, what he's, this is what he's trying to grab a hold of. In verse 10, he says, I, I want to know Christ. This, this is his goal. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection, and the fellowship of sharing in his suffering, becoming like him in his, in his death. And so somehow, to, obtain, to attain to the resurrection from the dead, and so he's, this is what he's reaching for. This, this is his goal. Paul's goal is the resurrection from the dead. Paul's goal is eternal life in Christ Jesus. This is his goal. This should be our goal as, as well, right? And, and so, so we, see, we, we see eternal life in, in Christ Jesus. This, this is what he's reaching for in, in the midst of everything going wrong for him. Here he, here he is uh, chained to a Roman guard, right? Not going anywhere, but this is his goal. His goal doesn't change. Doesn't matter what we go through in life. The goals doesn't change. Right? And, and so how, how, do we, how do we become a positive person in 2022? So reaching for those goals. Working toward those goals. This, 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 is, what, this, is, what we, this is what we need. And, and realizing that in, in doing so, that there's going to be some setbacks. 2021 has been many setbacks for many people, right? We have lost loved ones. 
We've been discouraged. We've, we've been sick. Different, different things. And realizing that these, these are stepping stones. Right? And, you know, it, it, it's... When, when I, I had gone through some years ago a very difficult journey, some of you are aware of it, some of you are not, uh, I had been uh, at some pretty horrific disasters. I had worked the morgue at 9-11, Katrina, uh, Sandy, fires, floods, uh, death upon death upon death. And if one time, not one time, it caught up to me. And I was, I, I was so, some years ago, and I was so overwhelmed with everything that I had experienced over the years came crashing in. Right? And so over six years ago, it really started coming to a head. And just a little over six years ago. And... And so every time I would close my eyes, and if you can imagine this, every time I can close my eyes, I see things that no one should ever see. Every time that I would go to sleep, I would have night terrors that no one should ever experience. Every time I hear a particular sound, I relive that moment in a flash. And so life, life started crumbling. I lost my ability to read. I didn't want to live. And my, my wife and I would get up in the mornings and she, she had her spot that she would go and, and do her reading. I had my spot where I would go and do my reading. And this is what we did for a long time. And so then came and sat down this morning. And what we do after is that we come together while we're having our coffee and we talk about what we've read. And she says to me, she says, what, what did you read this morning? And I said, hmm, I don't know. And she said, what, what do you mean you don't know? I said, I can't read. What do you mean you can't read? And we laughed, right? And she said, I don't know. And then I could feel the anger just raise, rising up. Started off at the bottom, just work its way up. And then... Uh, Sandy, Sandy was sitting there and I said, I am so angry right now. Is this something I said? I said, no, I, I don't know why. So anger would, would come in and, and be, be a part of it. Right? And later on I was diagnosed with, with post-traumatic stress disorder. And, and so it became a real challenge. Such a, such a challenge that I, I retired after 29 years of, of ministry, I, I retired. But I, I remember saying to God, not, not angry with God, but heartbroken to God. Why? 
Like, I, I try so bad. Like, I, I've been ministering for all these years. I've done this. I've, why? And I was, I was so lost. And somebody said to me one time, the problem is, Roy, is that you're not spiritual enough. And I, and I was so sick at the time that I believed it. I'm thinking, oh my gosh. What, you know, and so then, if, I, if I'm not spiritual enough, why, why am I even living? Right? And, and so, and little, little did I realize, and, and then uh, the, the uh, verse of Scripture came to me in Nahum, above all places. It's not that I spent so many times preaching from Nahum. And, uh, and, uh, and, and in, in Nahum, it, it, I had to, when, when it came, I was sleeping. This, this is where it came from. I, I was sleeping. And all of a sudden, a verse of scripture came from, from Nahum and uh, about trusting the Lord. And God, God takes care of those who trust him. And then there was, there was singing, toe stomping, singing praises to God in my sleep. And I wake up. Where, where did that come from? And I get up, and I'm thinking, that's, that's weird. And so I get up, and I go, went to go pour my coffee, and I think, Nahum. My Bible was on the table, and I stop, and I open it up, and here it is. I'm thinking, where did that come from? And from that, from that moment, from deep despair to the next morning, things started changing. And so I remember I, I said, you know, when, we're, when we go through difficult times, is that it, it's like stepping stones. And this is, this is, you know, we have disappointments in our life. This is where Romans, Romans 8 and 28 actually comes in. For all things do work together for God, for, to those who are called according to his purposes. Little did I realize that back then, that the journey would take a different turn completely. And that now I sit and I, I speak with, I, I teach, I encourage, I pastor to different people who go through those type of journeys. Chaplain to firefighters and to police, to EMS. Those things change. But it, Romans 8 and 28 says that all things do work together for good. Now, this is not this is not a verse. <clears throat> excuse me. This is not a verse that we want to say to someone who has lost a loved one. It's it's not. But sadly, I hear it a lot because we don't know what to say, and and so. But this is not the verse. All things work together for good to them that love God. When somebody lost their loved one, no. Right? It is, it's for us who are called according to his purposes. You know, the, the world says that, you know, go and do what, what feels good. That's, that's what the world says. What God says is that experience and taste and see that the Lord is good. Right? And, and so we, so we, we reach out. And, and so for, for us to be able to have that positive outlook as, as we go into, uh, into 2022, uh, we, we need to step out. 
we, we really do need, need to, to step out. Uh, we, secondly, we, we need to develop a positive ad, attitude toward the church. Ouch. <laughs> right? We need, to, we, we need to develop a positive attitude toward the, the church. And, you know, the, the church is hurting. These pandemic days are hurting. But one of the things, now, one in, uh, I, I am, again, another area where I am blessed is that I, I sit and I speak with many pastors, many pastors, and I have coffee with them. And, and I, I've said to them, oh, I'm so thankful that I'm not pastoring a congregation these days. Right? One of the things that pandemic has done is that it's taken away our filter. Right? And I, I, I've sat with individuals who have, who have said, said to me, you wouldn't believe how difficult church is. You wouldn't believe the things that people say to me that they've never said before. And man, these people have been pastors for, a long, for long periods of time. Right? And, and so what we need to be, as, as a church, we need to be that opening, that, that warm-spirited church, right? Like, like this church is. And as, as new people come in through the doors, we welcome them, in, in, in the, uh, welcome them into the sanctuary. We are that smiling face. And, and so as, as we look at, uh, you know, we, we need to be lifting up the phone as that community prayer that was prayed a few moments ago. Praying for the different areas of, of our community, reaching out to our community, listening to the heart of our community, right? experiencing through Christ our community to allow them to experience Christ through us. And so it's our attitude, what we, what we take with it. And so it's interesting, in, uh, in Matthew 26, and I, I think it starts off around verse 5, in Matthew 26, where this, this woman uh, brought the, uh, the jar of, of perfume and anointed Jesus' head with, uh, with it. And, and I imagine what that was, that must, the blessing that that must have been. But it also says in, in the verses, it, it uses this, this word in the NIV, that the disciples, the congregation, The disciples, and it uses this word, were indignant. They were ticked off. Right? And and Jesus goes on to say to them, don't point your fingers at this woman. Like what, What she's doing is a wonderful thing. As a matter of fact, she's she's preparing me for death. And then he goes on to say, in, in, that, in that portion of scripture, it goes on to say, as a matter of fact, years and years down the road, in 2022, <laughs> if it were, people will talk about this woman, but such a blessing that she was. Right? Not... Because of what, not not because of what the the disciples thought. Oh my, this is goodness. That 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 should be soul and the money given to the poor. Everything has its place. 
But I would suggest to us that as a church, have, having a, a positive attitude toward, toward the church really means that we are that encouraging, evangelistic, out, out uh, from inside out. It's not just the walls as beautiful as, as it is. It's, it's we as individuals. We are the church. And, and so and as, as Pastor Duane is now with family, we as a church lifting him up in prayer. Other pastors who are going through this, this COVID, there is, I, I would say to you, and if you want to look into the research of it, there is no time in history where there are more pastors quitting church, pastoring, as it is today. There isn't, right? And, and so we, we need to be, we need to be uh, uh, lifting people up. And then we have to, for ourselves, uh, to go along with that, to be a positive influence or to be a positive people, to look positive at the church. In order for, for us to do, be that, we have to be positive, have a positive attitude toward other people, right? Displaying that, that positive attitude. And, and so it's uh, Schruler, uh, Schuler, Robert Schuler talks about, uh, it would amaze us of how many people would influence for Christ if we would just treat people nicely. See, folks, this is a, this is a hard day. This, this is a very difficult time. And as, as we enter into 2022, people need the Lord more than ever. People need Jesus. Their families need Jesus. And and so for, for each one of us, I pray that our prayer would be to know Christ and to make him better known. To know Christ and to make him better known. That's, 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 what, it, that's what it is. So in my, in my closing thoughts for, for a moment, uh, you know, if, if, if we would but love people for, for who they are, if we could say beyond the shadow of a doubt, as, as the worship team begins to, to come forward uh, for, this, for uh, taking us into our, our next song, uh, if, we could, if we can say that I'm, I'm going to be more positive in my life, if, if we could say I'm going to be more positive in my church, if, if we can say I'm going to be more positive, having a more positive influence upon the people that I come in contact with. That's, that's where it's at. People are going to hurt. You're going to hurt. I'm going to hurt. But in the midst of it all, understand that God has equipped us, blessed us, prepared us, as we go into 2022, we are that much closer than eternity. Some of our brothers and sisters have went to eternity this past year. A few years ago, my daughter went to eternity. And there is no, no place I would rather be. I look forward to that day. But until then, my heart will go on singing. The old song says, until then with joy I'll carry on. 
until the day my eyes behold that city. That's, so I, you, us, we have work to do. We have kingdom to build in Jesus' name. And so I would pray that our attitudes, our hearts, the spirit that we have within us, that he would you count us, each one of us, that he would count us faithful as we go into 2022. And if you're here or if you're listening online and you don't know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, this is a perfect time. The first Sunday, the second day into 2022. What a wonderful time for you to say, God, forgive me, for I am a sinner. I accept you into my heart. Please do that. And give us a call here at, at Community Church in Port Saskatchewan. Give, give, give a call here and somebody will pray with you. Somebody will encourage you. But trust in Jesus. He is going to make 2022 so wonderful for you and your family. Each one of our families. Our Father, that is our prayer. And we uplift the name of Jesus in word and in song and in prayer. Asking, oh God, that you would just bless your church. Father, that we would have a positive attitude toward the things that come our way. That we would be an encourager for the church. Father, have your way in our lives, Father, so that we can be an encourager for others. In Jesus' name. Amen.